Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21 Radio. We're going to get right to it today because we have a very important topic, namely, we're going to be looking at the Old Testament backgrounds to the cosmic signs in the Olivet Discourse. Those cosmic signs we find in Luke 21, verses 25 through 27, and it goes like this. And there will be signs in the sun and moon and stars, and upon the earth, distress of nations and perplexity at the roaring of the sea and the waves, men fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken, and then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Are Jesus' words that I just read pious hyperbole about a kingdom's collapse, or perhaps are they words describing a stark reality. As I mentioned last time, the majority of scripture interpreters who believe that Jesus is speaking in some type of metaphor about a kingdom's collapse, even these folks who I am disagreeing with, they agree that he is using language from the Old Testament prophets, especially Isaiah, but several of the prophets, Joel, Micah, uh, Haggai, but what we want to do today is look at these very Old Testament prophets. What are they describing? And here's the, the question. Are the Old Testament passages, which talk about mega earthquakes, the earth being moved out of its place, the axis of the earth shifting, terrifying disturbances in the heavens. Are these Old Testament passages simply talking about an empire's collapse? If you noticed, when I read Luke 21, Jesus mentioned that there'd be all types of cataclysmic disturbances on earth, in the heavens, and with nations. And the interpreters who kind of go to the metaphorical, symbolic, hyperbole approach simply take the nations, saying he's using these figures of speech about disturbances in the stars, the sun, and the moon, and the great earthquakes on earth. These are regarding the disturbances or fall of an empire. Now, are these Old Testament passages, which Jesus is clearly taking his teaching from, he's using the language of the Old Testament prophets, is he simply talking about the collapse of an empire? Let's just take something and try to bring it fast forward to today. Many of you have probably heard of the great dangers from EMP, the electromagnetic pulse, that if you detonate even a, a modest-sized nuclear weapon high up in the atmosphere, there's an electric pulse that would go out, and simply one or two of these weapons that were detonated over the United States would wipe out every computer chip in the entire continental United States. Now, 
if something like that happened, in other words, if there was a physical disturbance, it would and could result in great national calamities as well. In other words, if the whole economy ground to a halt, you're having a Uh, your buildings collapse or whatever else, it would obviously have implications on the national well-being. And here's here's a point that I'd like to make, and this is something I didn't do for the vast majority of my life in studying prophetic scriptures. Have the scripture scholars who say these are just figurative expressions of a national collapse or an empire's collapse, have they ever bothered to investigate the astronomical and geological events described in the Old Testament and compare those with any other written records from other parts of the world. Because, you know, if there were disturbances in the stars, the sun and the moon, if there was a great earthquake or if the earth tilted on its axis, wouldn't there be some other written record? In other words, it wouldn't just be tiny little Israel that would experience it. It would be a worldwide phenomenon. My guess is that 98 to 99% of the Old Testament and New Testament scholars who kind of go to the figurative route and say these things are just metaphors for a national collapse have never bothered to check the historical records. And that's exactly what we're going to do in our next episode. But let's go to the one of the prime Old Testament passages describing these great events. Isaiah 13 is one such place. And Isaiah 13 begins in verse 1 with saying this, the oracle concerning Babylon, which Isaiah saw. In other words, Isaiah 13 is about Babylon, historic Babylon, the first of the world great empires. But it's something very interesting that Jesus is going to be taking language from this chapter, Isaiah 13, and I want to just take you just for a minute to the book of Revelation. Do you know that the book of Revelation talks about Babylon? Now, it talks about it in, I think, two senses, because the book of Revelation has an historical basis for the time in which it was written, namely the Roman Empire. And when St. John gets to chapter 17, he talks about Babylon, the great, the mother of harlots and the earth abominations, and talking about her fall. He goes on in Revelation 18, the next chapter. I saw another angel coming down from heaven with great authority, and he called out with a mighty voice, fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. In other words, He's talking about a world empire using the language Babylon. Babylon was the example of a demonically fueled attempt to control the world's governments through this pagan empire, Babylon. In John's day, the expression of this same thing was, of course, Rome. Uh, In the future, it will probably be some type of uh, apparently benevolent new world order, but it will be the same thing, a demonically fueled world empire. And so John is predicting this great fall of Babylon in the end times. But let me ask you a question. What comes before Revelation 17 and 18 describing Babylon's fall? 
Now, that was a leading question because you probably can guess what comes before Revelation 17 and 18. It's Revelation 16. And here we go. The seventh angel poured out his bowl in the air and a loud voice said, it is done. And there were flashes of lightning, peals of thunder, a great earthquake such as never been since men were on earth. So great was that earthquake. The great city was split into three parts and the cities of the nations fell. And God remembered great Babylon to make her drain the cup of the fury of his wrath. And every island fled away, and no mountains were to be found, and great hailstones, heavy as a hundred weight, dropped on men from heaven till men cursed God for the plague of the hail. So fearful was that plague. So in other words, what we're going to see back in Isaiah 13 that Jesus uses the language from in Luke 21 is the same thing as being described as what's going to happen in Revelation 16, 17, and 18. So let's go. Now, we've just hit the first verse of Isaiah 13, but Babylon is a key. This is like something that kind of goes underground and then pops up in human history and will culminate in the Antichrist empire at the end of history, and God's going to take care of it. Isaiah 13, and I'm asking you today, we're not going to make any, I'm not asking you to make any final decisions uh, as far as what this language refers to. This is what I would ask you to do. Listen. Simply listen as I read to you what Isaiah the prophet proclaims as the word of God. Wail, for the day of the Lord is near, destruction from the Almighty. Therefore, all hands will be feeble and every man's heart will melt. Remember, Jesus said, men fainting with fear and foreboding of what's coming on the earth, they will be dismayed. Pangs and agony will seize them. They will look aghast at one another. Isaiah 13, behold, the day of the Lord comes, cruel with wrath and fierce anger, to make the earth a desolation and to destroy sinners from it. For the stars of heaven will not give their light. The sun will be dark at its rising. The moon will not shed its light. I will punish the world for its evil. I will put an end to the pride of the arrogant. I will make men more rare than fine gold. Therefore, I will make the heavens tremble and the earth will be shaken out of its place at the wrath of the Lord of hosts in the day of his fierce anger. Isaiah is prophesying the destruction of Babylon. And the destruction of Babylon, he's using a prophetic announcement that the whole earth will be shaken to get rid of this worldwide empire. Babylon reared its ugly head in the face of the Roman Empire. I know Catholics maybe tend to do a little overboard in a positive kind of outlook towards the Roman Empire, but it was a demonic beast according to Scripture. And this beast will rear its head again at the end of history. And so what Isaiah is saying is that in his day, there will be earth-shaking and 
astronomical events that will coincide with the destruction of the empire. Jesus is taking this same language in Luke chapter 21, along with Matthew 24 and Mark 13, and saying these signs will again occur before his second coming. He's not simply talking about the destruction of Jerusalem in AD 70. If I wanted to conclude kind of what the point I'm trying to make is what Jesus was saying in Luke chapter 21, these cosmic signs, the signs in the sun and the moon and the stars upon the earth, the stress of nations. You see, both is, are going on, not just one or the other. And men fainting with fear, as I mentioned last time, literally passing out, fainting from fear of what's coming on the world, for the powers of heaven will be shaken, the earth will be shaken out of its place, and then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. You know, it's been my experience, I've studied theology for four decades, is that many scripture scholars can't believe that God could do anything that they couldn't do with their technology. Sorry, we're talking about God Almighty, and he's talking about what is going to happen, what has happened in history and what will happen. And next episode, we're going to be looking at reports from around the world of things that may have occurred exactly what Isaiah is describing. In the meantime, just remember, Jesus said what he meant and meant what he said. I'm Steve Wood, your host. And you've been listening to episode 53 of Luke 21 Radio. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. To learn more about biblical prophecy and to order copies of Luke 21 broadcasts, visit us online at luke21.com.